here to talk about WOW Superheroes, which did come on, of course, opposite Backlash. But of course, if you love women's wrestling, then you probably watched both or maybe you recorded it like some people did and just watched it later. But either way, lots of great stuff got cracking. Y'all want to talk about it? Here you go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And welcome to the WOW Superheroes After Show. WOW as in women of wrestling. Of course, I'm your girl, Stephanie Hardy, host and creator of the Hardy Wrestling Podcast, host and writer for Women's Wrestling Talk and all um, websites or whatnot that we have going on here. And of course, color commentator featured on the Belladonna Division, Battle Club Pro, Black Girl Magic 2022, and soon to be Spartan Wrestling coming up next month and i'm really excited about that but of course i'm not alone i am here with my tag team partner the awesome super mom and creator of ncat we trust and innovator of the women of color in wrestling panel miss katrina blake how are you cat i am well busy day busy monday but i'm super happy to be here we had an awesome weekend of wrestling and so i'm happy to be here Awesome. I'm happy to be here with you as well, you know, to talk about everything that happened with WOW. Like, it's really crazy how much of a wrestling weekend that we can have, you know, throughout every month. It's like you have WOW, but then you have these PLEs that come on <laughs> on the Saturdays, too. Or in my case, you have soccer that preempts WOW that I know I would have watched. And then it's on later during Backlash. But either way, it was an astounding weekend in wrestling with Backlash and with WoW. But of course, we're here to talk about WoW because Backlash has already been covered. Y'all know we love Bad Bunny. We love Zelina Vega. We love everybody that had a great moment. Everyone, you know, involved in Puerto Rico and the amazing time Backlash was. But we're here to talk about the women of wrestling superheroes. So Katrina, tell me, how did you feel about this episode as a whole before we get get into the nitty-gritty it was a really good episode um as we really briefly discussed before we got on i like that every week wow does something and i'm like oh yeah nice like it's I, I like that we get to see all the women on the roster obviously there's some women we kind of haven't seen in a while but that's more of a question we all just asked as viewers like well, where is this person you know where is she but i like that we get to see you know different women every week we get new storylines we get continue storylines get some backstory and i like that they always do that and so this is a really solid week it really was like it was really solid you had a lot of different matchups going on and lots of different storylines going on as well they sort of drove the episode home and of course the episode wound up going a little bit longer due to some um shenanigans that were going on in our main event and that was still really entertaining you know in and of itself so it was a really really good episode and of course if you are watching with us on women's wrestling talk on twitch youtube and facebook live thank you for watching with us and of course tell us all the things that you loved about the episode in the comments. Go crazy. Tell us who your favorite WoW superhero is, who you want to see as WoW champion, and all the things. You know, get involved in that comment section. We want to hear what you what you have to say and put your comments on the screen. So, you know, get it cracking in our comment section. We'd love to hear from you. So, this episode of WoW. 
got started with an amazing match, I will say, um, between Vicky Lynn McCoy, the enforcer of the Fab Four with um, the fabulous Lana Starr, um, going up against Foxy Fierce. So the last time we saw Foxy Fierce, she was in tag team action with Chantilly Chella, but she wound up getting beat up by Team Darkness as Siren the Voodoo Doll and Holodead in front of her sister um, in a very tough way. And of course, her and Chantilly Chella have sort of parted ways as a tag team, not in a, in a vicious or mean way, but they've just sort of parted ways and Chantilly Chella um, tagged with Keita Rush last week. So now we have Foxy Fierce on her own going up against the Enforcer, who the last time we saw Vicky Lynn, she was getting her clock clean by Leia Makoa. So I thought it was interesting how she came out there with all that chutzpah and all that, oh, look at me, I'm Vicky, and can't nobody run through me because I'm the tornado, blah, blah, blah. But girl, you just got your butt whooped by somebody who was like smaller than you. But okay, go off, sis. But moving on, um, this match was definitely interesting because um, you also had Lana Star coming out, you know, declaring that WOW is the Lana Star show, which is something that you can't argue against because, of course, the Fab Four holds all the gold um, and have no intention on letting it go anytime soon. So that's pretty safe to assume. But either way, um, Foxy Fierce's sister decided to join them. Um, in the audience again to root on her sister and they actually talked more about Foxy Fierce's family and how um, she gains inspiration from her mom her grandmother and of course the actress uh, Pam Greer who you might know or may not know depending on um, what generation you're in um, who was famous for a lot of different movies like Coffee, um, the TV show, The L Word on Showtime, and of course, Jackie Brown, which was um, directed by Quentin Tarantino. She's a Black female icon when it comes to acting. So shout out to her. She sees her as an inspiration. I thought that was really cool. So this match got started um, with a lockup as Vicky Lynn McCoy thought she was just going to run through Foxy Fierce and push her into the corner of the ring with her force. And um, basically Foxy's strategy going into this match, which was a really smart one, was to basically take down um Vicky Lynn McCoy's knees like she was basically kicking her in the knees over and over again utilizing various submissions and just taking strikes to her knees because one of her knee knees actually has a knee brace on there and you and it shows kind of through her silver shiny boot so Vicky I guess has had you know knee problems in the past but she still goes out there and proves that she's still that girl but Foxy was being really smart um, and strategic in the way that she was trying to like take out and take her down because you take down a tree that's too big. So you're just like, okay, I'm just going to hit you. I'm going to hit you here and hit you there so you can fall down and, you know, be weak and not really have your base, right? But Vicky Lynn proceeded to fight out of, you know, all of the injuries that she was facing with her knees by hitting her with clubbing blows and so many different, um, and so many different slams and stuff. But Foxy Fierce was still being resilient and fighting through by utilizing the ropes and her quickness. But Foxy Fierce wound up coming up short once she tried to go for her Foxtrot finisher, which is also kind of like a rear view if you are a fan of Trinity. Um, and she wound up getting caught in midair. And um, Vicky Lynn McCoy hit her with a suplex, which wound up making like had it had foxy fierce landing on her neck 
And after that, she wasn't able to kick out of that, and Vicky Lynn McCoy wound up winning the match. And after she won, she talked about how all the women in the locker room just want to pretend like they're tough, but they but they're tough until they have to go through me because I am the tornado, and nobody will ever get past me in order to get to those titles that are held by the Carlson twins and Penelope Pick. So that was a pretty dominant win there. And surprisingly, Lana Starr didn't get involved. That was really interesting. I was just like, okay, usually the fabulous Lana Star can cheat or whatever and then tries to interfere, but this time she didn't. And that was really rare. But yeah, Katrina, how did you feel about this match and the performance of Foxy Fierce? And what do you think she could have done differently um, to get the win? Because she has been on a little bit of a losing streak lately. I feel like with, you know, while last time we saw Vicky, Lamakoa, while I think what happened in that matchup was mostly Layla's, like her, Layla's toughness. She's a lot tougher than some of the other, you know, when we think of the tough women in the roster, she's one of the ones who's kind of tough, who kind of, you know, we've seen her go through quite a few people who would be considered kind of like either, you know, a bit of a hard opponent to get past, you know, she's kind of proven she can kind of go toe to toe with these people. And so in the case of that Foxy, while she's quicker, I won't. I wouldn't say she's as hard hitting, and I think that might have been the issue with somebody like Vicky Lynn, who is hard hitting, who is somebody you kind of have to get through or run through, but do it in a way where you have to kind of keep at it. And I feel like somebody like Vicky, you know, I have a saying with certain wrestlers, you got to put a wrestler on the ass. And I, like, you got to put them down to make sure they don't get back up. There's certain wrestlers you expect that from. And I feel like Vicky Lynn is one of those wrestlers. You have to really put her down. And if you don't do that, even with speed, you know, with somebody who is as dominant as she is, you may not win the match. And I think that's what happened. I think Foxy did give it a really good try. I do think that she had the quickness part. And I think it's even smart to go after her knees because I feel like people who are usually powerhouse type wrestlers usually do have problems with the knees or the legs. It's like if you kind of like chopping a tree down, kind of knock them down a size a little bit. And so I thought it was smart, but I think in this regard, she just really needs to put her down on her ass. And she didn't. And I think that might've been the mistake that cost her the match. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. There's just a certain level of toughness that you have to, you know, bring out of you in order to take somebody down. And even though she started out really well, it's just like that extra toughness is is something that Vicky Lynn McCoy doesn't have to tap into. It's just there for her. Whereas, you know, with Foxy Fierce, it's like she has a little bit more finesse to her. But sometimes you have to add in finesse with a little bit of extra grit. And it might seem it might seem like, you know, that's something that Foxy has to tap more into the more she grows as an athlete on WOW. You know, she did do a good job within that match, but Vicky Lynn is just already, you know, she comes already with that toughness and with that grit anyway. So here's hoping that Foxy Fierce, you know, does kind of turn it around, you know, here lately because we do love our black women in wrestling and we do want to see her succeed and move up to a higher level. So here's hoping that she does turn it around and not let people, you know, run over her and just underestimate her just because she's the one who likes to have fun and dance and stuff like that. You know, we love Foxy Fierce here. So yeah, but in the end, Vicky Lynn McCoy wound up winning and Lana Starr did not interfere. So that was interesting. So how did you feel about Lana not interfering for once? It was interesting. <laughs> I, I feel like me, I don't know if that says more. Maybe she trusts Vicky Lynn to not have to need interference. And I don't know what this is about the other ones. Like if you have to interfere, are you implying they can't do it on their own? 
are you like saying that you don't care as much as Vicky Lynn or you feel like she got it? So you don't really need to kind of step in. You can be, this can be taken either way, in my opinion. Like either she thinks she got it or maybe I don't think you're important enough for me to have to comment. I feel like it might be more though because she is the enforcer of the group that maybe she's like, she got it. I don't necessarily need to interfere in this. Um, but I was surprised because it seems like most times Lana is there. I love Lana, but you know, it's called a spade a spade. Sometimes she definitely engaged in the shenanigans and she actually didn't this time. And so I guess kudos to her for that one. Yeah. Um, maybe she maybe she does trust Vicky Lynn a little bit more, but it's just like I want her to just trust all of them, period. Because if she truly believes in the way that she says she does, then maybe she'll interview it interfere a lot less. Um, but who's to say, you know, if she wants to keep it the Lana Star show, she's she's willing to do whatever it takes. So hey, we just gotta keep your head on the swivel when it comes to her, but you gotta watch her. But either way, Vicky Lynn McCoy um turned out to be the winner. So before we move into our next match, we did hear from Sophia Lopez, the greatest attorney in the world. And she did give a little bit of insight as to where Tormenta is. Because, of course, when she first popped up on this iteration of WoW, she was with Tormenta, who wanted to challenge for the WoW world title, which was currently held by the Beast at that point. So she disappeared for a minute and she basically said that tormenta is out you know wrestling around the world and you know honing her craft a little bit more before she returns to wow and i was like okay well you know that makes sense um if you want to get better you know you have to fight the best of the best not saying that the best of the best aren't on wow but sometimes you do have to you know expand your palette so maybe that's what Tor tormenta is doing um, so in the meantime, in between time, Sofia Lopez recruited um, Sylvia Sanchez and um, Vivian Rivera to be the new tag team that we now know as Las Bandidas. So um, they're planning to take over the tag division at some point and maybe challenge for those tag titles. So this led into the next match, which was um, Las Bandidas versus Tiki Chamorro and Leia Makoa, which is, of course, half of the Island Dynasty, who we saw, you know, win in glorious fashion a couple of weeks ago against the Fab Four. Um, this was a pretty hard-hitting match, and it was also really, um, it was pretty slow-paced paced in some places, but either way, it was still very hard-hitting. As you can see, Sylvia Sanchez um, really was giving um, Tiki Chamorro a lot of work here in this match. Like, she was choking her out, trying to submit her by trying to destroy her arm with her knees over and over again with multiple submissions. Like, it was pretty tough, you know, for Tiki, you know, once she did get tagged in. But um, Vivian... Um, also mentioned that she did not want to wear her new Bandito's outfit because she does come out in her blue outfit a whole lot of time because she doesn't want to ruin it. So that's the reason why she hasn't come out in her new gear as of yet. But either way, you can still see that there's um, a cohesive unit when it comes to, to Los, to Los um, Bandidas. But when it came to Leia Makoa, though, she had a little bit of more swagger when she came out. You know, when people were chanting her name, she was dancing to it and everything before she would hit someone in the face or, you know, hit a kick or something. She would always dance with it or something like that. Leia is kind of feeling herself, but I'm not, you know, I'm not mad about it at all because she is so good and she was one of my favorites to win the world title but you know it wound up not happening that way but we're still manifesting um 
a rematch for her at some point. But either way, she had a little bit of swagger. She even booped Sylvia Sanchez before giving her a headbutt. Like, it was crazy. And then you also had Vivian Rivera, who in this picture was giving more submissions to Tiki Chamorro. They were just torturing her. It was crazy. It was really crazy. But once Tiki got that hot tag in and Leia McCoy was able to come in, you know, and wreck shop with all the girls, it was really cool. But speaking of managers getting involved, you also had Sofia Lopez um, kicking um, Leia once she got knocked down off the apron by Sylvia Sanchez. And as you can see in this picture, Tiki was trying to like take out Vivian with the tiger fake kick, but um, Vivian had it scouted and she moved out of the way. You know, all these women were operating on lots of great cylinders here. But in the end, um, the Island Dynasty tag team wound up winning the match. It was Really cool to see them win that match, especially against Las Bandidas. They they haven't lost, you know, up until this point. So to see them, you know, actually win and have that chemistry about them, it was just really cool. And then it also seemed like they were kind of like the opposites attract type of tag team because Tiki is really warm and happy and peppy and will hug you, you know, randomly out of nowhere and show you love. Whereas Leia is just real tough and kind of just to herself. And anytime she hugged her, she was like, okay, girl, what are you doing? Like, ah, you know, some people are huggers, some people are not, but either way, she still accepted, you know, the love. Um, and it was still cool seeing Tiki, you know, passing out lays and everything, you know, just being the sweetheart that she is, but still being tough in the ring as well, taking a lot of punishment, but still coming out with the win with that assisted splash from um, Leia, which is really cool because um, AJ said sometimes it's nice to have strong friends when you're little because they can throw you around and that does work out. So, Katrina, how did you feel about this tag team match? And how do you feel now that Los, ba Los Bandidas have lost their first match since teaming together? I think this is one of those situations that we're kind of seeing Tika and uh, Tiki and um, Leia. They're more in sync now. They've kind of had quite a few matches together, tagging even with like three and four at a time. And so I feel like their chemistry is a little better. While, you know, with Sofia Lopez's new team, while they are like dope, I feel like they still got to, they kind of just got thrown together recently. Like she was just kind of looking for somebody else. So like, you know what, let's see if you can join the fold, especially if you're trying to replicate what we got in Tormenta. You know, they might not be ready yet as far as completely in sync with each other. And this might've also explained the loss. I do think that also in this situation, because again, Lyra McCullough is like tough, she's tough. And I feel like you have, you know, especially with, um, how they was trying right away to kind of end it a little bit early. You kind of saw that with some of the way they were doing certain moves. I feel like she's, again, Leia's somebody you got to kind of put down as well because even though she's not as big as some of the women on the roster, she definitely has a lot, like her tenacity kind of makes up for that. And so I feel like in this regard, it might've just been chemistry and not necessarily like, I didn't think they did anything wrong. I just think if anything, they had a little bit better chemistry than Sophia's team did and this one. And and that's all it was. I feel like, I don't think this is going to be like a, a road of loses after this. I feel like in this regard, it just was a chemistry issue or maybe one was more, like they were more in tune uh, with each other because they've been now been working together for some weeks now when we kind of see them kind of stepping in, you know, oh, I got you or you're my sister, like that kind of thing and I feel like that might have helped them get the win for this week absolutely like they did you know work together and then they had like a really high profile victory together like I said when they did beat the five four a few weeks ago so they were um their chemistry did kind of you know outweigh 
Ooh, excuse me, outweigh Los Banditas um, and their um, chemistry. So who's to say maybe it won't knock them completely off their perch? They might, you know, can continue to have levels of dominance, you know, before um, before they might decide to challenge the Carlson twins or they might just work their way up. You never really know. Um, but either way, it was a really good tag team showing, you know, from Tiki and Leia. Um, I did enjoy that. So they wound up winning the match, you know, and hopefully Las Banditas will um, bounce back from that. And maybe Sophia will learn to stay out of their business and not interfere because I just don't like it when managers do that. I mean, I know it's an age old thing, you know, that's been happening in wrestling for years and years and years and years. But at the same time, it's still irritating. and You just want to watch them, you know, fight fair. Because when you have a manager, you're basically, you know, it's not like two on two. It's like three on two and it's a handicap match. So you want things to be fair, but I know that's not how the world works. So here we are. <laughs> Either way, um, <laughs> the Island Dynasty tag team of Tiki and Leah wound up winning. Um, and also Leah got a hug from someone in the audience. And I wasn't sure if it was Miss Mingo or if it was someone else. But either way, she got a really cool hug. And I was just like, oh, my God. So they're allowing fans to hug. <laughs> the wrestlers are so nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, would you mind getting a hug um, from uh, from a WoW superhero? And who would it be? I would ask first. I would ask. But I would yes. I wouldn't mind. I'm a hugger. I'm definitely a hugger. And so yes. I wouldn't I'll ask, like, are you okay with me giving you a hug? And then I'll go in for a hug. So, yeah, I would like that. Yeah, you do have to ask permission. Let's be nice to the wrestlers out here, whether you're at a show or out in public. Do not touch them without permission. You know, just be nice to them and treat them like human beings. That's what we are all about. Let's not be the toxic fan. Let's be the happy fan and just treat them like human <laughs> beings, okay? So, yeah, um, before we go to our next match, I do want to discuss this segment that they did have um, – with Americana and Jesse Jones. Um, of course, Jesse Jones got injured when she got um, her knee hit by the heavy metal sisters. And she's basically been trying to recover and still fight in matches because she's a very tough lady who just doesn't want to give up at all. So she was in the locker room, you know, tying up her knee, preparing for her match or whatnot. And she was back there with Americana and little Levi, the baby. And um, they were basically telling her, you know, that they feel like she shouldn't fight um, and that, she, that maybe it's a little bit too soon. But Jesse, of course, didn't want to listen. And Americana said something that was really cryptic to me. She said, well, don't go too hard on BK because that's one of Levi's favorites. And Jesse kind of just looked at her like, what that got to do with me? <laughs> and I was looking at the screen, too. I was just like, huh? So you don't want your friend to win the match because that's your child's favorite. Um, I understand, you know, babies don't want their want to watch their favorites, you know, get beat up and lose that much. But um, this is work, and when this is wrestling, work is work, business is business. She finna get these hairs, okay? Um, ain't no ain't no point of playing favorites. I was about to say, like, you know, that they have the F this kids. Like, I feel like that was the expression she gave <laughs> when she was looking like, what do you mean? Like, it was the expression, like, girl, please. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying that's what she said. I'm just, the expression gave me the vibe. Like, she was just like, no, like, not today. Like, I, so, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a mom, and I'm not going to tell somebody, well, you know, just in case, you know, because 
I, my kids also is aware, like, listen, stuff happens and they're not going to win them all. We want them to win. Of course, we're up phase to win all the time, but that's something we have to learn really early. Uh, but also, it's a weird thing to tell your friend because I didn't feel like, are you going to turn, sis? I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't really particularly like the way that was said either, but the expression definitely gave me the hug, like, girl. <laughs> yeah, that's just not how this works. I feel like this is where I wish we had this clip, but I... It's this this is where the clip of Issa Rae throwing that baby in the in the hospital bin would be perfect. For those who love Insecure or who loved the show Insecure that was on HBO for years, um, if you know, you know. <laughs> F them kids. <laughs> That's pretty much I mean, I love children, don't get me wrong, but I mean when it's wrestling, business is business. And you can't tell your friend to not beat up on your child's favorite just because that's your child's favorite. Okay. So would you want it, would you want me to take it easy on you? Because no, that's just not how the, how the world works. Um, and he's gonna have to learn that lesson the, the hard way. <laughs> um, but then it it does get deeper. But before we get into the next match and how that plays into it. We did have another segment showing Big Rig Betty and Holly Swag getting their truck back. Um, but in, but also, what was so crazy is the person who was hogging their keys wound up getting kicked in the gonads, right? So after he got kicked in the nads, apparently he snitched and called 911 and had them arrested for assault. So now they're in jail. And I'm just like, excuse me. So y'all couldn't let them be triumphant and get their Big Rig back. You had to lock the ladies up. You snitch. I hated that. But they were in jail trying to put their heads together to figure out how in the world they're going to get out. You know, you know, I got all this stuff to do. We got to get back to wow. You know, I can't be in jail. So Big Rig Betty was like, OK, well, I know somebody who could who could very well help us and get us out of jail. And so she yelled for the guard to give her her one phone call that they say you get in prison. I don't know because I've never been in jail. So <laughs> I've only seen movies. So it's just like, you know, hopefully whoever they're going to call is going to help them, you know, make bail and get out um, because that just sucks. Like, seriously. Did you have to snitch? You could have just took your beating like a man and then just rolled away and just left them alone. But you just had to call the police on him. You just had to put him in jail. But whatever. Katrina, how do you feel about this sad state of affairs with Team Mother Truckers? I'm hoping things turn around for them. I feel like every time we, like, after that with the truck, it's kind of been, like, downhill since. And so I'm hoping it turns around because it kind of sucked like you guys only was looking for your truck this whole time. So that's what was going on. And you find out it's like, oh... Well, now we're in jail. So it's like, you know, I don't know if they're trying to say people on the road might end up in jail because stuff happens in the road. I don't know. I don't drive uh, trucks. Uh, again, I have also not been in prison or jail, and so I don't know. But I feel like I don't, I'm hoping things will turn around for them because it's like every time we think, like, oh, it's looking like it's turning up. Nope. And I get that, you know, <laughs> he was upset about that, but bro, like, if you didn't do that, that would have never happened. I feel like this is kind of one of those, like, this is a consequence for your action. And so then how do you call the cops after you do that? And then it's like, oh, you did nothing wrong. It's like, bro, you're the reason. Like, you start, like, you literally would, that wouldn't have happened if you didn't do what you did. I feel like. Well, I have done that probably not. But the point is, I feel like you act like you didn't, like, they just like, let me just do this for no reason. And then you was just poor victim, you know, victimized. Like, stop. Hopefully, though, stuff will turn around for them. Because I feel like they kind of be getting raw in <laughs> like, the last they few are. weeks. They it's really just... are. Because the guy was like, prove it to me. Prove to me you're a wrestler. Okay, well, what other, what 
I mean, either way, he would have been assaulted. So it's just like, you said, prove it to me. You provoked me. So, hey, let's go. You want proof? Here's proof. I'll hit you when you're where, where the sun don't shine. Okay. You got hit in your hoo-ha, whatever. But just take it. Take it like a man, you know, whatever. But he didn't want to do that. And he called the police. And I'm just like, you suck. Um, you snitch. But either way, that's where we're at. And hopefully, you know, we'll figure out later on next week or in the next few weeks, um, we'll figure out who was able to get the team mother truckers out of jail. Like, but that was really entertaining because I was just like, you got them locked up. You suck. But before we go into the next half of the show, we got to pay some bills with some commercials real quick and we'll be right back. Hey peeps, TK Trinidad here, boss lady of Women's Wrestling Talk. And I want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch. Like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, WOW Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AEW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On The Scroll, ROH Post Show, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now. Yes, 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 yes. I feel like it's one of my favorite commercials, even though I absolutely hear it all the time. Shout out to our CEO and boss lady, TK Trinidad, for all that she does. And if you haven't already, please check out her exclusive interview with Trinity, who is, of course, newly signed to Impact Wrestling. Please check that out on all of our um, platforms, on our website at www.talkpod.com and on our YouTube channel. Please check that interview out. It was a really stellar job by our professional, amazing queen woman who, you know, runs this beautiful network. So please check that out and just continue to support the vibe and watch all of our shows which come on every week after you know your favorite wrestling programming we're going to talk about it if it happens we know about it so please check it out so going into this next match it was bk rhythm versus jesse jones of course this led into um the segment involving them backstage um well not them backstage but jesse jones and americana backstage with the child um so <laughs> now um we're into this match which was relatively short for the most part of course you had jesse jones sort of limping out because she's still trying to fight through her injury and then bk rhythm did a rap you know basically dissing her saying that the match is going to be too easy because i'm going to hit your bum knee um and a lot of different other raps i couldn't really take down fast enough <laughs> But either way, BK Rhythm was being mad disrespectful. Jesse didn't take too kindly to that. So she grabbed her by her face and slapped her. And that was what um, David McClain called a Southern sampler, which is something I've never heard of before, seeing as I am from the Deep South. Never heard of that before, but here we are. Um, she slapped her in the face and then kept knocking her down, you know, and grabbing her by her arm. And, you know, it was almost like she was going to pull her arm out of socket with the way she kept pulling her up like she was a doll or something and kept knocking her down. I was just like, ouch, ouch, this is hurting me. 
looking at this. <laughs> and right when it looked like she had a little bit more momentum, guess who pops up to distract Jesse? Little Levi yelling at Jesse, telling her, no, you don't need to do that. Like, don't snatch her arm out. No, you'll break it. And then she gets distracted and then BK takes advantage of it with a roll up and then she covers her with an extra assistance from the rope and the referee didn't see it and BK wound up winning the match using underhanded tactics due to the distraction of baby Levi let me stop calling him a baby he's not a baby but you know he's a baby under us but either way <laughs> um BK Rhythm wound up winning the match and what Katrina how do you feel about this state of affairs involving Jesse Jones and Levi? And why does Levi feel like it's necessary to get into the business of wrestling? And why do you think Americana put him up to this? See, I'm saying this as a parent. <laughs> so just, I'm saying this, I'm a mom. This is a situation that, why were you muttering? Okay, where is your mothering happening? Why was your mothering not happening? You do not have your kid. If your kid was not already out there in the audience cheering them or whatever the child is doing, why is your child coming out during the match to do stuff? Where are you during this? These are one of those situations going to be like, so, but where are you, ma'am? Where are you? What are you doing during this time as a parent? Like, I'm, you know, I, I love my kids and, you know, I might, you know, we make the jokes with the you play video games, you might have to beat them, up, beat them a couple of times so they know that who's boss at that time, but they have to learn. I would say you have to get better. So in this situation, it's like, I understand that you're a favorite wrestler and you like BK for them and that's fine and dandy if you like mediocre raps, I guess, whatever. If that's what you like, fine, you know, you can't, you can't, you know, <laughs> you can't win them all. But you don't interfere in a match. Where was she during this? You had time to tell her before the match. Well, take it easy because that's my son's favorite wrestler. But then you know where to be found during this. So your son was able to just walk on from the back perfectly fine. You didn't go, Levi, hello, come back. Nothing, no calling, no text, nothing. Just all the Lily, we're just going to forget that. Like, where was the mothering happening in this moment? Again, as a mom, <laughs> I have three. So I'm just saying that if my kid was with me backstage and all of a sudden my kid is now outside, well, we're going to have to talk to my kid because why, why are we doing this? Like, this is this is job time. Like, you stay in the back. <laughs> if I don't have you already in the front, you stay in the back. You don't come and interfere with somebody and then you make a supposed friend because I could have sworn the first time we saw them team up. There was hugging, you know, she had Levi, Jesse, she had she had her. Like, so why yeah, it was buddy buddy, she's probably like Auntie Jesse. And now it's like, oh my god, it's my favorite wrestler, so I'm gonna interfere. Like, where we get this? I feel like maybe Americana's feeling a little jealous somewhere. I don't know. This is the vibe I'm getting because you could have ended that before it got to that point. You don't even need to give Jesse that message. It was an unnecessary message, considering like like BK rhythms you know history on raw so far she's never doing anything where it's not some kind of like shadiness or shenanigans and so is this really the kind of wrestler you want your son to be a, like be fan of anyway if you're basing it off her bullying type tactics do you want little levi to be a bully is like is this what we're okay with and so i just feel like there's so many things wrong in this scenario that she should have done some mothering like 
bring him in. Just reel him back in. I don't know why he's allowed to go out there and interfere, but I feel like off principle, me and America kind of will have to fight because now so you got, I don't want to hurt. I'm not going to hurt your kid because this is a kid. I won't do that. I mean, if I was Randy Orton, maybe because you know he didn't care. But you know, I'm not Randy Orton, so you know, you know, Randy really didn't care. But in this scenario, because I can't do any, I wouldn't do anything to the kid. I'm gonna have to now. It's me and you. Because why are you allowing this to happen? It's like you weren't like, oh, she wasn't listening to me backstage. You know what, Leva? You go tell her. Go tell her how you feel. And he just did whatever. And it's just like, but how? Because now she will, She already have a problem with her knee, which I'm sure she feels a way about. And then she lost the match, and it wasn't because of her own situation. She probably was like, what is Levi doing out here? She probably wasn't even thinking anything too much of it. Like, oh, are you, like, hey, you know, buddy, or, like, are you okay? And this is what happens. And so me and Americana, after this, would have to fight. Because why are we doing this? Why did you mess up my match? I feel like Americana kind of put him up to it, or she just allowed him to just run free. And it's like, but you're his mom. Let's 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 reel in it just just a little bit just just reel in a little bit. Let's not be those moms, you know the jokes we make about certain moms on TV who just let their kids do God knows what. Let's not be that. <laughs> let's not be that mom during workplace time. Just all I'm saying. That's all. As a mom, again, I have three of my own, and so I can tell you that would not have you fine with my kids. But yeah, I totally get all of that, you know, and I appreciate your mama rant because that's just you know that just it just. We need that insight, okay? I appreciate that insight because, you know, that's a rare insight that a lot of people, you know, don't have. And I'm glad that you were able to do that. But for me, from my perspective, since I don't have any kids, I'm looking at a, you know, woman to woman perspective, like friend to friend. It's just like, I, you know, let you be in my house. You know, I let your, you know, I open my heart to your child and your child is distracting me, you know, from winning, you know, and it's just like, I'm wondering, are you really my friend? Because why would you set me up to lose in that way? And then use your child to do it? Because I would prefer if you really felt that way, you know, I would prefer if you didn't feel that way, period, you know, but if you really felt that way, distract me on your own. Don't send your baby to do it because that's corrupt. That's really corrupt. And I just really feel like, you know, if you really wanted me to succeed, you would have wanted me to fight her, you know, business business wise, because this will be good for my career if I beat BK Rhythm or this would be, you know, this would, you know, bump me up the ladder of wow if I beat BK Rhythm. And not just do it to play favorites for your son. I mean, yeah, I understand your son might want one of his favorite wrestlers to win, but at the end of the day, you also have to explain to him um, even though I understand he's young, you know, a child can still understand stuff. Children are smart. So it's just like a child can understand that business is business. And I'm going to beat this woman because not because I don't like her or because I'm being vicious, but because this is my job. This is my career. And I can't afford to play favorites just because you don't want to see them get beat up. You know, it's wrestling. We're all going to get beat up. So if you can't stand that your favorite is going to get beat up, then I'm sorry. That's just, no, that's not, I can't just play favorites like that. And that's just the truth. And honestly, I'm looking at Americana kind of sideways because y'all was all cool and buddy, buddy a few weeks ago and you was trying to help her recover. But now you're sending your child out there to cost her wins. And that's making me look at you like you fake. So I'm just wondering what, what that is and, and why was that? You know, were you doing that? I'm wondering, is she going to say that she was doing it out of concern for Jesse, Or is she going to say, you know, like, or is she going to, like, give an actual reason as to why she did it? Because if you're not doing that, then you're not her real friend and you need to get from around Jesse. 
But, you know, that's just how I see it. You know, woman to woman in business, woman to business woman. You know, but yeah. No, you're right. I, I definitely, I went the mom route first because this, the kid was the one that came out. But as a friend, because I know me <laughs> enough to know, I would have to question that as well. And yeah, sure, I've definitely made the mistake of like, maybe it wasn't what I initially thought it was. It usually was. But me trying to be like, look the other, turn the other cheek, you know, maybe give them a bit of a doubt. And it usually wound up being exactly like, it was just some kind of, you know, shenanigans. And so I feel like, yeah, kids are not dumb. I'm a firm believer kids actually learn very quickly, a lot younger than people think they do. They might not have emotional necessarily capacity right away because that takes some time, but they're not dumb either. Like I said, kids know who they can fool, like about two. <laughs> they already learned who they can get off with. They, they know the kids are not dumb. And so just, you could have told him like, you know what? It's fine. Behavior, she lost, she can come back from this one. I, like I said, me and Murakhan will have to fight for this because I feel like I'm taking it personal. <laughs> I'm taking personally. Why? Why? How did we get here? How did that? Why I lost my match? If it was because she was concerned, there are so many ways you can go about saying you was concerned about her, and that was not it. So I can't even say if that's the reason. I would have to give her a side eye. Like, are we really lying like this? I would not believe that if that was me. And you're like, oh, I did it because I was concerned. No, you wasn't. Like, that's there's so many ways to say I'm concerned without involving your kid. I don't know. So I, I guess we'll see what she says about that when we get returned to this. Yeah. Well, for now, Americana, just know that because you've cost Jesse Jones that match and used your baby to do it, we're giving you the bombastic side eye, the criminal offensive side eye, okay? So, <laughs> before we move into our main event, we do talk about, they did talk about what's going to happen next week. Um, Candy Crush and Princess Ozzy will be um, fighting in a six-woman tag team match with Exile, and then they have a mystery partner. We're going to see who it's going to be. And then we also have a really big championship match involving friend of the pod, but enemy in my heart, Penelope Pink, um, the WoW World Champion, defending her title against Tiki tomorrow, which I think is really a great opportunity for Tiki, especially coming out of that big um, eight-woman tag match that they had, and then with her winning the tag team match that she had with Leia Makoa tonight, or not tonight, but Saturday night. So I think this is going to be a great opportunity for Tiki. Um, so that's what we've got next week. And also, just to give a little bit of a wow nugget, today I was watching Spider-Man, the very first Spider-Man from 2002 with um, Tobey Maguire. And of course, you know, we all know the scene involving the late great macho man randy savage and spider-man fighting in the cage and there were some women you know talking trash to the human spider as he called himself you know as he was going to the ring and guess which one i recognized guess uh it was the one with the dark hair right yes i can't remember the name but i know it's the one with the dark hair when i first saw it i was like you just know a face, but you might not get the name right away. So it was Jungle Girl. I couldn't believe it. Like I looked at the TV and she was one of the last women to talk trash at Tobey Maguire. And I saw her face and I was just like, oh my God, all this big hair. And there's that face. And I'm just like, 
that's jungle girl and my mom was like who is that and i was like jungle girl is from wow and she was and i can't believe she was on here but it makes so much sense and i love seeing that like since i've been watching wow for these past couple of months like it's almost coming up to a year in a couple of months but yeah since i've been watching it like i love picking out people you know that i've seen before like i saw tiki tomorrow in the um budweiser commercial um and now i've seen her and now I've seen Jungle Girl in in the very first Spider-Man movie. Like that blew my mind and it blessed me. So shout out to Jungle Girl, who's also been rehabbing the beast, you know, and helping her come back um, better than ever. So that was just really cool to see her there. And maybe at some point, you know, we can have her on and then we can discuss that. But I just thought that was really cool. Um, like, I just love recognizing people like that. So I just had to share that before we go into our main event. So the main event had special implications. It was the disciplinarian versus Coach Campanelli. And of course, the disciplinarian came out with Samantha Smart. But the caveat to this match is, was that if Coach Campanelli won this match, that she would win Randy Rara five minutes with Samantha Smart as a means of punishing her for gluing the whistle to Randy Rara's mouth and then allowing her to get choked out by the disciplinarian in that tag team match that they had with the disciplinarian and G.I. Jane. And of course, they choked her out and then, you know, held her nose to make her pass out and then won. So Randy Rara was definitely, you know, rooting on Coach Campanella in this match. It was giving like cheerleader at a pep rally the way she was cheering for Coach Capnelli. She was telling the, the crowd to say, give me a C, give me an O, give me an A, give me a C, give me an H. What's that spell, Coach? And I was just like, that is so precious. I love that you're rooting for Coach in that way. And she came out there with her to be her moral support and to even up the odds. Um, so in this match, it was really interesting. You had to lock up and then you had a cradle, um, a cradle toss um, to dis the disciplinarian. But then the disciplinarian was being like extra tough here, you know, running, like rubbing her against the ropes and everything. You, you see her knee against her back with those clubbing blows and everything, showing her strength. You know, the disciplinarian was really giving it to her. And then on top of that, you had Samantha Smart pulling at the pigtails and the braids of Coach Campanelli. And I was just like, oh, my God, y'all are not playing fair at all. And it didn't end there. You know, they just continued to fight back and forth throughout the match. Um, but then, of course, Coach Campanelli wound up getting the win. So after she wound up winning the match, as um, Samantha Smart tried to run away from Randy Rara as she got her five minutes with her, Samantha was using a smart strategy, no pun intended, by running around the ring multiple times saying, you're not going to get me, you're not going to get me. But then at a certain point when Randy almost caught up to Samantha, she she blew chalk into her face. And then after that, you know, she was blinded and they ran away. And then the five minutes, I guess, were up at that point. And Coach Campanelli was really pissed about it. And so she grabbed the microphone and said, oh, so that's how y'all want to play. It's like one minute, it's like y'all gluing a whistle to her mouth. Then the next minute, you're blowing chalk in her face. Y'all just keep doing all of this crazy stuff. So since y'all want to play, like y'all want to play unfair, next week I am challenging you guys to a schoolyard brawl, which means they can bring whatever school supplies they want and y'all can use them throughout the match. Basically like a street fight like we kind of just saw, except it's involving school supplies. And I've never been more intrigued in my life. Like I've seen all kinds of stipulations. I've seen um, a Birmingham street fight, which took place here between Eddie Guerrero and John Cena. I've seen 
like Christmas matches, Thanksgiving matches, all kinds of crazy stipulations. But never in my wrestling fandom, in my whole life, if I've ever seen a schoolyard brawl. So I'm interested. I am intrigued. I cannot wait to see this happen. They're going to have erasers. They're going to have protractors, like AJ Mendez said. They're going to have rulers. They're going to have erasers. They're going to have dry erase boards. They're going to have um, a Moodle board like they used to have when I was in high school. They're going to have it all, baby. So it's going to be funny. But Katrina, how did you feel about this match and how the five minutes went? Are you intrigued to see this schoolyard brawl match? I wasn't surprised with the win. I thought that because she really wanted to get, like, you know, for Randy, that she was going to win this match. And so I, I I, wasn't surprised. I also wasn't surprised with Samantha Smart running around. I feel like, you know, we're not going to, like, she have to have her really rustle, rustle. We're going to have to, they're going to have to really gear her to outsmart her. Again, who had pun. Uh, they have to outsmart her, though. I feel like, in a way, that maybe this whole schoolyard type thing would be a way to kind of really get their hands on her, where she can't really use the running around because it is kind of all, you know, usually it's in these type of matches all things are kind of out there. There's nothing off the table. And so it's like, well, you can't run right now. We could probably follow you and do this or whatever we need to use. We can get some kind of payback for that. And so I feel like while she was trying to outsmart them by running around the way and killing the five minutes of time, and now you put yourself in a situation, well, now you might get some pay, you might, payback might be had because it's this kind of matchup. I feel like it kind of all things go in these kind of matches. And so this might not have been the smartest choice that if anything, what she should have done was took the five minutes and let whatever happens happen. And then maybe we wouldn't be having this schoolyard match. But I, I am intrigued because it's going to be kind of cool. I guess I'm going to get like a bunch of erasers and do something with that, especially if it's not like the driver response, if it's the, the one with the chalk. I'm gonna probably, I'm like, I probably will find it funny if I'm like, oh, okay, you slap up some races like this and do something. I don't know, or use a ruler or, you know, <laughs> there's a stapler or something, whatever you want to use, think about things in the classroom. Um, and so I, I am intrigued, but I think this might not have been smart on Samantha's part because now they kind of gloves off in these type of matches. Now you might get to pay back because you put them in a situation where they felt like this is the only way to get, to get you. So. Yeah, this disappointed me low key because I really did want to see Samantha Smart, you know, fight because as of up until this point, we've never really seen her get, you know, get it cracking in the ring with everybody else. It's like we've seen her get involved in matches, even with this match with Coach Campanelli and the disciplinary. You saw Coach actually give her a drop kick. So we know that she can sustain a hit. She can take a hit. But as far as getting in a match is concerned, we haven't seen that. And it looks like she's very hesitant to do so with the way she was running from Randy. But my thing is, if you want to act up on folks, you can't expect folks to not want to beat your behind. So stop running. <laughs> like, I look, you just want her to stop running because I want to see if she really can, you know, go in the ring. Like, I want to see that. Like, that's something that I am, you know, kind of gunning for. So hopefully we will see that in this schoolyard brawl, even though they'll be using weapons and such. You know, we'll see more of what Samantha Smart has to offer as an athlete, if she has anything to offer at all. Um, in that regard. But either way, they were just they was just playing mad dirty. Um, and I hated that. But that's basically, you know, where this episode of Wild Superheroes ended. You know, it was a really solid show. 
Um, and I'm really glad that, you know, they were getting other stuff cracking. They're pulling in more stipulations for things and they're showing consequences for people's actions and stuff, like you said earlier. And there's just lots of other in intriguing stuff, you know, going on as well. But next week is going to be real interesting with Tiki Tomorrow fighting Penelope Ping for the WoW World title. Um, and you never know, there might be an upset there. You just never know, you know, anything could happen. And then you also have Princess Ozzy and Candy Crush going up against Exile with their mystery partner. So it's really interesting stuff going on in the world of women of wrestling. So, of course, for those who are watching with us live, thank you so much for joining us for the WoW Superheroes After Show coming at you live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time. And, of course, if you want to watch WoW Superheroes, you know, you can go on their website, wowe.com, that's W-O-W-E.com, and check out what listings they have in whatever location you're at um like i always say if you're in the alabama area like i am they come on at 6 p.m central standard time of course if they're not preempted by any random sport that we have going on in the city because we have a lot of them because this is alabama but either way it comes on at 6 p.m or it might come on a little bit later between 8 and 10 depending on what's going on so yeah thank you guys for joining us and katrina just tell everybody where they can find and follow you and what you've got going on and then all social media and copy press TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram to ease three. Uh, I do have some new interviews up uh, on my channel. I have one going live on Friday, I believe. Uh, and I did do a couple of reviews. There are some more coming up for that as well. So definitely check out my channel. I will be uh, starting a show with CCWA, Capital Championship Wrestling, kind of talking to this all women's promotion, kind of talk to some of the women before their matches at Flatline, which is in Jersey. So if you're in the area, I will be there. Uh, and so come stop by and say hi. I'm also <laughs> working with a new promotion that I can't really announce yet, but that is happening, will be, I believe, in July. And so I'm actually really excited about that as well. I'll be doing some backstage stuff. So some really cool, awesome stuff. If you are in the New York, New Jersey area, I will probably be around for the next couple of months doing uh, backstage stuff or shows and maybe ring announcing as I was told, maybe that too. So yeah, that's what you find me and what I got going on. Awesome sauce. And of course, you can follow me, your girl, Stephanie Hardy, on Instagram and Twitter at Queen Steph Hardy. Listen to The Hardy Wrestling Podcast everywhere you get your podcast. Subscribe on the YouTube channel, The Hardy Wrestling Podcast. And just check out everything that I've got going on on social media at Hardy Wrestling Podcast on Instagram, at Hardy WrestlePod on Twitter. And of course, just continue to support me as I grow because I will be commentating for the first time with Spartan Wrestling down in Gaston, Alabama um, on June the 3rd. I'm really excited about that. And of course, just continue to be on the lookout for anything that I might announce that might be coming down the pipe um, in, within the next couple of months. Um, it's lots of exciting stuff happening in the world of wrestling, indies and otherwise. So, And I'm just really blessed to be a, a part of it in any way, shape or form. So just continue to support your girl um, and love on your girl as I continue to make moves and try to take over the world so yeah um yeah and just continue to support women's wrestling talk on instagram and twitter at wwtalkpod and check out our website at wwtalkpod.com for all the latest news articles um merchandise and all of the above and interviews that we've got on there please check that out um and also just continue to follow us and subscribe to us on youtube and on twitch and also like us on facebook and ring the bell to get notified every time we go live with each and every one of our shows um and any special shows that we might have going on you know for different premium live events and stuff like 
like that. And just continue to support us and continue to support women's wrestling as it continues to grow, whether it be in WWE or anywhere else. Support women's wrestling everywhere because we are making moves. So with that in mind, this has been Women's Wrestling Talk, um, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And until next time, bye, y'all. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.